the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money on Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. One of the driving forces of the show is getting you in retirement. Hey, that's not fun and sexy. Tech stocks are fun and sexy. We all know that. Who, what tech stock haven't we met? One of the IPOs of this year, Line came out in its messaging app, and they sell stickers. <laughs> and you're like, digital stickers. And they're showing amazing growth. People want to emulate their friends and get the same digital sticker or a better digital sticker. Um, that's fun and sexy, right? Digital stickers. No, that's not fun and sexy. That's showing you that things can be kind of silly at times, in my opinion. Doesn't mean the stock will go up or down. But just look at their business. You're in the business of getting enough money saved up so that you can get to retirement and live from age 60 to 100. Probably not much older than that. Hopefully as long as that. Um, One of the things we do on the show is we talk about income and retirement. Because from 20 to 60, you earn income. And most Americans live paycheck to paycheck. And I want to talk to CFP Chad Burton a little bit about this. As I get older, and I guess as I get closer to retirement age... I'm starting to see my friends who are getting older and getting closer to retirement age, and they have no money saved. And they're kind of counting on, like, the last couple of years to really kick it in. Mm-hmm. Um, are you seeing that as well? Because I'm seeing, like, a couple that's been out of, out of work for six months, both of them, and they're going to Costa Rica. And I'm like... Wow, that's denial. It's denial, right? Now, some of it's on airplane, airplane points, but at the same time, get get the job. That's I look at that as, like, one year of income that's gone out the door already and it's not getting any better right you do have to stay positive and think positive when you're in that situation and keep moving forward maybe that's what they're trying to do take a little break from reality but um not only am i not am i seen kind of in the in the 40 to 45 year old range especially i don't know what it is about that that age maybe it was just the you know going through the stock market in their 20s 
seeing the tech correction and all that kind of stuff. Maybe they just stop saving. But not only am I seeing that in a, in a really small account, retirement account values, because I get these calls from, hey, can you help my sister out? She just changed jobs and she wants to do something. And so, you know, I'll do a call once in a while with, with somebody that'll say, hey, yeah, I, I just changed jobs. I was a teacher. Now I want to become an actress. Um, <laughs> so I've got 20000 in my retirement account and I also want to buy a house. <laughs> so it's like, so how can, how can I, how can I get the money out without paying too much in taxes in order to buy the house? I'm like, okay, you want to, okay, first you're renting a home where yeah. somebody is fixing the problems that occur. Okay. And now you want to buy a home where you're going to pay the property taxes, the maintenance. You're yep. the landlord. So you have to break the, you know, if the pipes break, sure. you're fixing it. You have a, a new job with unstable income. I just don't get those types of decisions that people make that bring all that stress in their lives and jump on real estate after it's rallied as far as it has. A lot of people don't do the math either mm-hmm. in those scenarios where maintenance on your house should cost somewhere between 1% to 5% of the, the worth of the house. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money for a lot of people because, I mean, you're constantly putting on paint every 10 years or five years if you're trying to do it indoors and got kids and things like that. So, But I can top your friend. Okay, so you have the person who's a teacher who wants to be an actress. <laughs> I've got a woman who's going through a divorce, friend, and she's got $160,000 of credit card debt. Oof. Her husband hasn't worked in five, six years and keeps telling people he's a he's an entrepreneur. He's got this deal coming down the pipeline and, you know, he's going to get someone to sign. And, like, I'm like, you're 45 years old. Yeah. You're going to work until yeah. the day you die. And she's like, well, he's promised to pay me back. I'm like, no, 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 no. Bankrupt. Like, you you almost have to say, because it's going to take him 10 years to pay back 160000 There's no way. 160000 in cards and then they're not working. And just the minimum payments that... How do we how do we run into these people? Because they they look like normal responsible people, and then you see that like they've just lived denial for such a long period. And I'm like, it sucks because it wears me down. Where I'm like, that person's gonna be living in a trailer, right? And they don't know that yet. And I wonder with some of these lending clubs and other places that you can borrow money online, how much debt is being hidden from spouses with those types of websites yeah. out there? I don't. Even, we shouldn't even talk about it because you're gonna encourage someone to go do it. <laughs> that's whoops. That's that's frightening to me. Yeah. So we have a big event coming up Thursday, yes, July twenty eighth, Double Tree by Hilton, eight thirty five Airport Boulevard. Nice location, Burlingame, six thirty to nine. It's income and retirement. And one of the things you and I do is we try to teach people like get a big nest egg because then you can manage it. What are some of the um areas like I'll say this, I've got four or five retirement accounts that I haven't consolidated. And I should. Um, I've got one from Schwab that I just have to walk across the door, walk across the parking lot. And it was an account that I had 20 years ago that had $20,000 of Time Warner. Um, that's all it had. Hmm. And I've, they had lost my address, so they're like, you have to come in person and sign something. you got to be careful with that, too, because eventually if they can't find you, they'll turn it over to the state as lost. Yeah. Lost assets, and and again, you know, this this event isn't for how do I start saving for retirement. Right. This is for people that you think you're within ten years from retirement, so you have been saving, you have a decent amount, you think, okay, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's ten years away, or you're already in retirement. And you're trying to say, okay, bonds are paying, you know, three percent or less on average for you know shorter duration bonds. CDs are paying absolutely nothing. Right. And the stock market's rallying on global concerns which is at the same time bonds are rallying. So what strategy What strategy should I have in place and how do I pull money out of my accounts, minimize taxes, and do all the right things in retirement? That's what this one's all about. Well, what I was trying to bring up is that like, I'm slapping my account management 
and I'll get on air and tell people don't be sloppy in your account management. You know, consolidate those IRAs. Um, so you're that guy. <laughs> I've done well. I've got enough saved for retirement that I can live till the day I die, um, as long as I cut expenses, which is part of the ten pillars of retirement. Know your expenses, right? That's right. And you have to be careful too, because it's like uh, you know, people say, okay, I'm going to sell my house and move and cut expenses, but they forget about things like property taxes on their home. You know, if they're enjoying that really, really low Prop 13 number, you, I mean, you really have to model this out. So you have to work with a certified public accountant, CPA, and a financial planner to be able to map out your cash flow and say, if I sell this house because I, I have to cut my expenses and move elsewhere, maybe you move to a state that doesn't have, uh, you know, state income taxes. You, I mean, you still have to map this out to see what the differences are when you're 85, 90 years old, because that's what you're really fighting against. Usually people have enough money to last until they're about 80, 85, but you have to live till you're you know, 100 years old. I mean, there's so much innovation in healthcare and technology, and people are going to be living longer, titanium hips. I bet my knee's going to feel better in 20 years than it does right now. It's interesting that you're going back to one of the things you're talking about is expenses on like selling a house. I can mm-hmm. just, I'll just sell my house. But don't forget when you sell a house, you got to get rid of all your furniture. You don't have to. You mm-hmm. get new furniture. You get new carpets. You get new drapes. You get... You go, ooh, uh, my TV doesn't quite fit in that room now, so I'm going to get a bigger one. Yep. Um, and you do spend a lot of money. Moves are not cheap. So. Well, when you sell a house that's a really large number, too, you can be pushed into a higher tax bracket, 23.8% federal. And if it's a lot of money, it's even 13% or more state capital gains taxes. If it's a large number, and then if you do that when you're after 65, it can also make you pay more for... Uh, Medicare Part B, three times as much as your neighbor for a couple of years. So it can really create some other problems. So you, you have to be very careful when you do things like that. How much Medicare payments would you say for the average and then for the and then times it by three for me? The, uh, Medicare payments? Yeah, yeah. Well, you got 105 bucks a month. Then you've got supplemental insurance and average prescription. We use 550 bucks a month okay. for the average person. Seminar, Thursday, July 28th, Doubletree by Hilton, 6.30 to 9 p.m. You can sign up for it at newfocusfinancial.com. It's the 10 pillars of retirement income planning. Which counts do you draw from? Social Security benefits. You don't want to outlive your savings. Really, really important event. Sign up today at newfocusfinancial.com. Call Rob Black now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Don't miss the San Francisco Money Show, August 23rd through 25th at the San Francisco Marriott Marquis. Visit SanFranciscoMoneyShow.com. So I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Got CFP Chad Burton in studio. We're promoting the upcoming event July 28th, Thursday evening. Tied towards the 10 pillars of income in retirement. Um, first and foremost, it's a PDF, which you can go get a copy of by visiting newfocusfinancial.com. Um, I highly, highly recommend that you educate yourself on things like this. Otherwise, you're only going to have yourself to blame. And I wish I was being dramatic. Here's me being dramatic. Maybe the economy is going to go to heck in a handbasket and gold's going to go to $10,000 an ounce. Buy a shotgun. 
because your neighbor will have one. Soon you won't be able to get one. They'll take your rights away from you. That's me being dramatic, and you can hear that on the radio from people like Glenn Beck. Don't fall for it. There's not a lot of money in radio, national syndicate radio, so they have to sell bad product. And that's one of those bad products that you need to be very, very cautious on is the selling of fear. So I'm not sexy. I'm talking about income and retirement. Planning for surviving spouses. That's number three on the ten pillars of income. And, Chad, it's written up to say pension income may decline along with your Social Security at the first death. A nursing home stay can drain a portfolio. You may need long-term care insurance. Um, yep. I saw what Social Security is for the average person, and it ranges from like 19000 to just under 50000 for a couple, um, with the average somewhere around thirty. Um, Maybe in the Bay Area. Yeah. 30 for a couple? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, for a couple. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's not a lot of money. I mean, it's better than nothing, for sure. I mean, it's still, in America, makes up, you know, it was, it was supposed to keep people out of poverty. That's what Social Security was designed for. It wasn't designed to be over 50% of your retirement income, which is unfortunately where we're at with most of America. And people have to really talk to their kids about that right now and say, you know, steer them, try to show them things where you have to be focused on your career and where you're going to go and being in technology and science, healthcare, whatever it may be, because there's such a spread right now between, you know, the, there's really just the middle class is kind of disappearing. Um, and social security will have to change and it's not getting any better because all of these things that we have, there's, there's a lot of cost to it. Let me give you an example of a client and they have a couple million dollars in assets, but they're in this lull of retirement where they just sold a restaurant. Um, one guy retired from his second career. They're 62 years old. So we had in their plan over a thousand dollars a month for health insurance between now and age 65. And then they get on Medicare and it changes slightly. So they went to go to try to get on Covered California and get a plan, and they went in and basically they said, well, you don't have any income right now. You you can get on Medi-Cal. Okay. <laughs> so she's like, wait a minute. We have dividends and interest from our accounts, but mm-hmm. they have, they're kind of the type of people that have large retirement accounts and not a lot of after-tax money. So their after-tax money is kicking off dividends that is their only current taxable income, and it goes month by month. So even though they got a couple million assets, they said, oh, it's, it doesn't matter. It's month to month. It's, it's about your income. We'll put you on Medi-Cal. Like, okay, so we'll take the free insurance. And now they're just trying to determine, is that, are they going to be able to find doctors that they want that accepts Medi-Cal? So if they want to get on a different plan, they literally have to take money out of their retirement accounts to show taxable income to get on the health insurance that they want. So now we're trying to say, okay, do we, do we play that game and get the free health insurance, which is really meant to be a poverty program? Um, or force some withdrawals from IRAs to get their taxable income up so that they can uh, get on the health care that they want. That's how broken the system is right now. So um, with that said, let's to go back to the, the idea of planning for a surviving spouse. Um, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people, again, that's just a concept that maybe you push off. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a concept that you don't really want to address. Right. Um, you know, I think I've said this on air a couple times. My dad had a lot of life insurance on my mom. And non, no, almost none on him. The one that he had, he forgot to sign because he was dying of cancer. And she would have got $400,000. And all he had to do was sign it with six months left to live. Um, and he was told you're going to be dead in six months. So, um, but sur- planning for a surviving spouse, you know, the budget, like you said, it gets a little bit more constrained. Social security checks come down. Um, should we just invest in freezers? 
Yep, the kind that lay flat in the basement. Is that what you're saying? So you can keep that Social Security check and pension check rolling in? For the, for the dead Consult spouse the or... broker advisor before taking any action. Consult a police officer, my man. <laughs> Consult your lawyer. Um, yeah, I mean... He, he, I bet that goes up. He, this problem used to be bigger when people had a lot of pensions because, um, you know, I've been doing this for 23 years. and This problem used to be bigger. This problem used to be bigger because people had pensions. And when you take a pension at retirement, you either choose... You choose several different options, but long story short is one option. If you die, your spouse gets the same thing, right? 100% joint survivor option. Or you can choose an option where you get higher current income and your spouse either gets 75, 50 or nothing after you die. And the, and the closer you get to your spouse having nothing after you die, the higher your current income is from your pension. So you can do these pension max calculations where sometimes, depending on the pension plan, it, it pays you to take the higher amount. And then go buy a life insurance policy, a permanent life insurance policy. Um, it works about 30% of the time in pensions so that when the spouse that has the pension dies, the wife gets tax-free lump sum of money. Right. Because if you have a pension and you both die, your kids get nothing. So if you both die early, the pension company wins. So if you buy the life insurance instead, um, this is one few reasons why you might buy permanent life insurance in retirement is so that if you pass away early, your wife gets lump sum of money. If you both pass away early, your kids get the lump sum of tax-free money. But when people do that strategy, I've seen situations where they retired too soon, they bought the life insurance, but they couldn't afford to live, so they ended up canceling the life insurance. Then the husband dies, and the wife's left with one of the Social Security checks goes away and no pension. And all of a sudden, they're selling their house and moving in with their kids. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. My dad wasn't prepared to make a decision on life insurance properly. He saw my mother as overweight, but he was a smoker for most of his life. Out of the people that you run into, and the Bay Area's got a lot of smart people. Mm-hmm. How many of them do you think are prepared to make financial decisions intelligently? Is How ten, many people? Hmm. Is it 10% that could do it on their own? Relatively okay. Is it 20? It, boy, when, when it comes to a point in life when you're dealing with if you were just dealing with investments and it was you know under two hundred fifty thousand dollars, okay, you can easily go just invest in index funds, right? And you'll be fine. But once you have to start making decisions on how do I send my kids to college, how do I arrange my assets to get financial aid, or going, I've built a whole bunch of wealth. How do I pay the least amount of taxes now and also transferring wealth, estate planning issues, um, issues with pension, when to take Social Security, which accounts to draw from first? That's when most people need a certified financial planner to help them through that process. But answer the question if you can. Is it most people can take care of themselves? Is it very few of the people, financial decisions? Because I want people to hear it from you, that you see in other people. Yeah, I, I think that most people cannot okay. do it on their own. That's fair enough. That's what I was looking for. I want people to think about that. Come to the event. Ten pillars of income, planning, retirement. Um, you can get a copy of it at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. The event is July 28th, it's a Thursday evening in Burlingame, so it's 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 real time. So DoubleTree by Hilton, 6.30 to 9, 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, 
Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Two stories in the news, Chad, makes me scratch my head and be a little fearful. Forge robots, builds cars, makes coffee, and can even give head massages. France has come out of their way, and they're voting to try to ban all robots in the country of France. Second story is seven great ways to cheat at Pokemon Go. Now, Pokemon Go, and stay with me for one second here. Is it you send your robot out to go find the Pokemons? It's probably something like that. <laughs> you sit on the couch. You and send your drone out. I don't know. Pokemon Go, the phenomenon really took off immediately, and who knows how long it lasts. Um, we're a nation that falls for a lot of phenomenons and a lot of fads. But I was going by a park, and there was 60 people in the park. It was in San Jose, or close to San Jose State University. Yep. And... um. I was like, I had to stop. I said, show this this to me. And it's the dumbest thing. It is the dumbest thing. Um, and yet, these are the people who are going to go out and get jobs soon. <laughs> San Jose State. And oh, man. It's, if you're entertained by, like, swiping on a pocket monster. and I, I don't understand. How, and I'm seeing people, like, you know, in their 20s and 30s play this. Oh, yeah. And posting stuff about it on Facebook. I'm like, how do you have time for this? I have four kids and a business to run, and I barely have time for the balance in life of you know the other stuff that I like to do, let alone stare at a screen as I walk around. So the two, these two stories, no robots in France and robots in the United States. I think it can be assumed that we're going to have more robots in the United States. I'm trying to tie this together into you're going to have to work really hard. You're going to have to be productive. Mm-hmm. A college degree is really going to have to mean something, um, especially if you're going to spend $100,000 on it. Um, some people shouldn't go to college. I would think twice to go, uh, about going to college if you're going to end up getting a degree in history and be a, a school teacher. Nothing against school teachers that treat history. But I don't know if you're going to justify a $100,000 degree. Yeah, I mean, gosh, and that's you really have to push for higher pay for teachers to be able to. That's fair. To to be able to get our. Or give them to the, get good teachers is to, to put the kids in the right direction. I mean, it's just it's such a huge part of. Of what's going on now, but you don't need the traditional college costs either. Um, there's so many universities that offer the first two years for just you know pennies on the dollar. So you need that degree, you need that specialty, but you just don't need the the cost. A lot of parents, unfortunately, pay a lot of money to have their kids be able to drink a lot in the first two years of college. Drink a lot, have a lot of sex. Let's talk about what it's really like. And just you just you know, I have a 16 year old just. We're we're going next year to go check out all the colleges. Yeah, my neighbor so. took his kid to um, some colleges recently because mm-hmm. he's junior, going on senior, and he took him to some of the worst ones in California. Yep, like Bakersfield, to say you do not want to end up here. And then he took him that same trip to like USC or UCLA to say, look how lovely and beautiful campus are, and look that's a beautiful young coed, um, smart dad. Yep. I mean, he's literally trying to scare his kid into picking a better school. Right. But with that said, I, what I'm trying to get at is um, saving for retirement is going to get more difficult, I think, with more robots. You know, there was that security robot in Stanford recently that ran over a little kid. But that security robot took away some guy's job. And there's a guy at Cron who is a security guy. He's 75-plus years old, and you know, obviously he doesn't have enough income, so he still continues to work. 
but at some point in time, Kron's going to go with, with a security robot, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, first it's going to be people building robots, and then it's going to be robots building robots. Now, I know, <laughs> I know we're not going to talk about this, and there already are robots that build robots. Yep. Um, Sarah Connor, I saw the movie. Yep. It was a documentary. Didn't uh, end well. July 28th in Burlingame, Doubletree by Hilton. Is this a concept that people should come to the seminar thinking about, like um, income from 20 to 60, motivating their kids, motivating themselves? Because I think that's the one thing that, in hindsight, I wish I could have done more of, is try to figure out more ways to get multiple streams of income um, earlier rather than later. Honestly, Rob, no. <laughs> if you bring your kid or a 20 or 30-year-old to this event, they're going to be bored out of their mind. Yeah, because it's really focused on. I mean, you've got to bring them to events that get them excited, excited to create a business, to find a career path that they're motivated about. You know, because their biggest asset is their ability to earn money, and you have to maximize that asset first in order to pay yourself first and save for retirement. You know what I'm saying so. I think one of the also their biggest assets is not just the ability to earn money, but when you're young, the ability to figure out more ways to earn more money. Um, I like the person who, you know, I've got a friend who's a lawyer and he works in San Francisco at night. He drives for Lyft because mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't want to deal with traffic. So he just drives people around the city of San Francisco and earns a second income. Yep. Um, not a lot of money, but enough that he can put it all into retirement or all into vacations. Yep. So. Yeah. And you have to think like that. You have to say, okay, I'm 40 years old. I haven't saved anything else yet. So is there something I can do as a second job? Do I have time for it? Um, if not. Maybe it's study at home and, and advance your career so you can invest in your ability to earn money so you can save more money. So it's not – the last thing you want to do is look for that silver bullet and go to some trading software or some seminar that tries to tell you that you can trade stocks like a pro and use options and everything else to create a bunch of wealth. I mean we those see, wealthy we people that yeah. I've known that do that are the people that sell those seminars. Right. So be careful of that. Invest in yourself first, and then you got to pay yourself first to make sure you're saving. If you wait until you're 40 to start saving, you got to typically save 15 to 20% of your pay to be able to retire at 65. So get into a job that you'll be able to work until you're 70 because you're, you're going to be in catch-up mode. And I don't know hardly any families in America that can save 20% of their pay. It's right. very difficult for most America to do. And I think you have to do it in very tricky ways now. I think you have to do a little bit of saving. Mm-hmm. I think you have to do a little bit of investing. Um, for instance, here's my idea on investing. My travel records credit card, like or two percent cash back. You know, um, the Citibank two percent cash back, one percent when you earn it. One percent. I look at that as savings. I don't look at so I'm using that as an investment. The moment I get a thousand dollars in rewards, I put it as an investment. So mm-hmm. that's two percent. And you can do the same thing. You can take those cards and sign it up at youpromise.com. That's the letter youpromise.com, and end up earning free money for 529 plans for your kids' education. So there's a lot of options like that out there. Okay, so I want to ask one more time, then I'll, I'll drop the subject. I look at, and I think I, I have a very closer view than you do. Mm-hmm. I look, I don't like the, the looks of America 30 years from now. So if I, was, if I had a 20-year-old son, I'd be like, I'm a little bit spooked. It, With, the crazy thing to say is that if you, and this is not a good thing to say, it's not good for society necessarily, uh-huh. but if you already have money, those ideas that you're worried about are very investable. Right. Right. If you're a person that's focusing on a middle class income, it's very scary. I I think we'll get beyond this, Rob, because I'm very positive on United States and very, you know, USA. There there will be other things that create booms, and as long as you focus on where those booms are going to be and get into a career, you're going to be okay. Um, 
But if you already have money or you're going into retirement, those ideas are very investable and they're going to be very profitable. So there's going to be ways to make a lot of money. So when you talk about the economy, you have to separate what is going to happen potentially to middle asset, middle class income and, and lack of wage inflation versus investing. Because the investing side, I'm very positive on. For the middle class income side, it's a little bit scary. Does that right. make sense? Well, yeah. So if you have money, you're going to make more money. But I worry about the people that don't because the jobs that the robots are taking over, head massages and getting coffee, those are the jobs that they have right now. And if we're taking away all the middle class jobs. It's going to be bad. You and I are going to be the bourgeois and the proletariat's going to rise up and, and try to take us down. Mm-hmm. So I see more so, for instance, I, and this is not, this is off topic, but I see more um, Black Lives Matter. I see more stress in America um, every year, right? Yeah. So and that's I, why, I mean, this is happening. You know, that's why you have Brexit. That's why you had a, a very divided election in Australia. And that's why you have Trump and Clinton as our choices for president. And no one's happy with, with that. No, I, I think there there's going to be a political revolution. And it's it's going to be hopefully sparked by somebody that's not a party-affiliated person. That's, okay, i got to go in and fix these problems like a business person. That's my, why people, some people like Trump, but at the same time, he doesn't have the temperament to run a country, in my opinion. So. But my fear on that, the guy who got closest this time around was Bernie Sanders. And a lot of his ideas are like, let's give away free stuff. Yeah. And that is not necessarily a formula that actually creates a lot of... No, there's never been a society that's been advanced based on socialism. Let me think about that. <laughs> I mean, you tell me, that's... Early part of the Roman Empire was pretty good. Okay, and then what happened? Well, then the you had this yeah, uh, even bigger spread of social, and, yeah. yeah, of how either had, there was zero middle class. Being, I wouldn't mind being in a drunken orgy at the early part of <laughs> the expansion. <laughs> I've never been to one. Feed me uh, wine. Hellfire on you. <laughs> Let's go get slaves and have them feed us wine, Chad. Okay, so I'm just not, I'm voicing my concerns that I think to be successful today you ha- have to have higher education or you have to be one of those people. That works their butt off, 80 hours a week. Yeah, I mean, and, I, and I have to separate this from my concerns and fear for my kids and what they're going to be making sure they choose the right career paths and industries. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, here's what happens in the stock market. You go through booms, right? Yeah, yeah. We just went through one, and we might go through a period of kind of lull as we wait for the next boom, and that has to do with a lot of the what you're talking about, investable boom. I mean, you have a, science, healthcare, technology, anything from the Internet of Things to self-driving cars and the next boom that that's going to create. I mean, within two years, we're going to be sitting in a self-driving car potentially that makes us coffee as we go to work. And then we're going to be more productive because instead of having to focus on driving, we're going to be working that period of time. So maybe we can even get home earlier and spend more time with our families, things like that. The limo driver's out of a job. The Starbucks barista's out of a job. You're talking about twelve to fifteen hour dollar an hour jobs. I'm with so you. Um, they could probably get a job, get some more training to help build robots and make more money. <laughs> we could use the Zika babies who've got really tiny heads. They could probably put their heads in small spaces and build better robots. <laughs> Thursday, July twenty eighth, oh, ten pillars of retirement income planning, six thirty to nine, double tree by Hilton. CFP Chad Burton and myself, the 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning. It's a great event. Call Rob Black now. 
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back. Back in. We jump into the content again. I'm Rob Black. I saw that on the East Coast, Verizon has ended their white pages or their, their phone book. And you look at, I get an email from someone on occasion, and it's an AOL address. I'm like, what a dinosaur. And you kind of see that things change. Um, sometimes you don't feel that way because you're living in the moment, and you're like, you kind of get used to your your cell phone. But just take a look back in the 1990s and watch an episode of X-Files where Mulder has a cell phone that looks like a shoebox. Um, Chad, we have an event coming up called the 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning. Question, how much do things change in the world of retirement income planning and how you need to approach these things? I have to imagine the last 20 years has been kind of like San Andreas, just an exponential you know, explosion of a fault line that things are different. Yeah, absolutely different. I mean, the, the offset of lower interest on your CDs and bonds has been lower taxes for okay. retirees. So we're at the lowest tax bracket that I've ever seen for retirees. Um, taxes at the top end for higher income earners are kind of about average where they were because of things like the Medicare surtax and the higher capital gains rate yep. and prop uh, 60 that I think it was 60 that caused the state income taxes to go up to over 13%. You have over a million of income. But for retirees, it's actually fairly easy to stay at a 15% federal bracket or under and still have a six-figure income, believe it or not, if you blend it right. Um, so there's been that offset lately. But, you know, we, we now have gone into a situation with Brexit, with uncertainty in the Eurozone, with the Federal, the federal Reserve keeping interest rates low, and foreign currencies flowing into the U.S., buying U.S. treasuries, pushing the treasury prices up and the yield is inverse. So the yield has gone down. So lower for longer is what we're all expecting when it comes to interest rates. So well, you, I ask about like how things have changed. Mm-hmm. Like it, We have one that you do. One of your slides had to change recently, the file and suspend. Right. So there's that. I mean, retirement and to go back to where I was, retirement has become 20% more expensive since 2007. Okay. Because of low interest rates on bonds as a result of the fallout of the mortgage crisis, which is the over-leveraging of the world, that all fell apart, causing bond rates to go way down. That means you have to save 20% more now in your lump sum of money in order to have the same retirement prior to 2007. Um, And then you started having the, the most heavily written about retirement topic over the last several years started with a Forbes column in 2014 was maximizing Social Security, the file and suspend strategy yep. and the restricted application. Um, and rightly so, the you know Congress finally got a hold of this and said, okay, we got to stop this because it's an abuse of the Social Security system and the last oh, budget yeah. act that was created. They killed it. So essentially April 30th ended that date for people that could do that. Um, file and suspend, restricted strategy uh, application. Now, there's still some things that spouses can do to play off one another's benefits, but not to the extent that there was back then. So that's been a big change. Um, Social Security, there's been a couple of years now where there's been no increase with inflation. Okay. (laughs) I saw that. I remember that. And, you know, even though the government comes out and says, oh, there's no inflation, they increase the cost of Medicare Part B, but they say there's no inflation, so we're not increasing their payout on Social Security. And just take a look around. There's inflation everywhere. 
and it, we're starting to see, and we'll see more of it in the second half of the year because we'll have a year of oil prices being low, yep. and they've rebounded from those lows. So the inflation numbers that you're going to see at the end of the year are going to be closer to three percent range than the two point, you know, four or whatever they're at right now. So I, I want to hit this one more time. Um, the concept that things change, and we, I just think we have to be as a society, we have to be vigilant and say, I need a little more education. Like I can't count on the rules that my dad lived in. Mm-hmm. for retirement and i think that's one of the reasons i want people to come out to the event um that's coming up the 10 pillars of retirement income planning july 28th in burlingame double tree by hilton i think you owe it to yourself to really stay educated on, on some of the things that are material and that have shifted you see the movie san andreas i haven't yet oh you have to i haven't you know but we're actually going to do a, a not a public event, but for our clients, we're going to do a, a disaster planning event because cybersecurity and disaster planning has now almost become a part of your overall financial plan. Um, I haven't had it happen to any of our clients that I know about, but things like um, people click on the wrong link and all of a sudden their files are taken over and you have to pay a ransom. Right. Um, with with our lives being so digital and stuff in the cloud, if you're not really protecting yourself, I mean, what would you pay, Rob? If, if somebody... T- took all of your family pictures yeah. for forever that were all digital. You didn't have any printouts of it. What would you pay to get those memories back? Me, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm asking the wrong person. <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. Somebody that has no emotions. But I do understand that some people would. Yeah. I'm pretty good, though, also about backing stuff up and, and cataloging it every now and then. Yeah. The simple thing you can do is buy a, a fireproof, waterproof uh, hard drive, right? And make sure if you're using some sort of one of the cloud options that are out there that you're backing it up to that so that if something happens, you have access to it and you're not depending on a third party to get it. So I'm intrigued. You brought up uh, emergency planning. Mm -hmm. What would you, like, for a retiree, is there something they should be doing with their accounts to make sure, like... Well, we've always done the emergency planning when it comes to the portfolio. That's the three years' worth of expenses and cash. You and I have been doing this for 17 and a half years together. And that one hasn't changed that much. Not at all. Which is, and it won't because because I'm a big believer in things return to the mean. So the stock market, I don't know about that. the stock market, it will. I mean, it's going to take a while. It's going to take over 10 years for interest rates to do that. But Rob, if it doesn't, we're in, we're in a world of hurt. If interest rates stay this low for, for you know, 15, 20 years, it means slow economic growth everywhere. I heard an economist this morning say something about that. He goes, if interest rates stay low, he said the PE on the stock market could actually double. Because people will be sucking money into things like AT&T to get that 4% yield mm-hmm. because the interest rates are negative or break even. So he said the stock market could double in theory because people will be chasing yield. Right. Well, also, what the big change in investing is deal with more volatility. To go for growth, you got to go more small cap, mid cap, and dividend growth achiever stocks. And that's a little bit more volatility than there's been in the past. Chad has revamped his website recently. He's got a lot of great downloadables. You can learn more at newfocusfinancial.com. Big seminar coming up July 28th at the Burlingame Doubletree Hotel. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.